Welcome to the At The Wire podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Sweeney, Associate Professor and Program Chair for the Sport Management Program within the Plaster College of Business and Entrepreneurship at Linderwood University. Targeting young and aspiring sports business professionals, the At The Wire podcast is designed to enhance and support classroom learning by helping students to connect theory to practice and to help transition from college to industry. Guests have a passion for helping the next generation of industry pros to navigate and find meaningful post-college sports industry careers. To inquire about guesting, contact me at dsweeney at lindenwood.edu. This week's guest, Lindenwood alum Brady Huber, Director of Business Operations for Gateway Grizzlies Baseball. Pleasure to welcome Brady Huber to our sales class. This is a cool call for me because Brady is a former student of ours um, from our master's program. So uh, Brady attended um, his under, pursued his undergraduate degree at a different institution, um, Illinois College. He has a Bachelor of Arts uh, Management Organizational Leadership with marketing uh, and marketing management emphasis there in 2016. And then he attended Lindenwood University. He has an MA in sport management, graduating in 2018. Um, And right now, um, Brady, you are the director of group sales and business development for the Gateway Grizzlies uh, across two bridges from us, (laughs) probably a few more bridges, but two real bridges from us over uh, over in Illinois. So welcome to our sales class and thank you for um, helping our students to understand a little bit more about the, 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 the sales industry as it relates to sports. Absolutely. Happy to be here and uh, happy to kind of give anyone a little insight to get into sales and where that can lead you because um, there's a lot of different avenues. And I think that's the cool part about sales is uh, it's not one thing. Um, it's not you're not just trying to sell to someone. There's a lot of relationships. And, um, that's why I'm excited to kind of dive into it. Well, I'm going to ask you about that, and I see you're you're in your car today, um, out on the road. Uh, I imagine it's probably sales related, right? Knocking on doors. Just a little bit. A little yeah, bit. Okay. Just a little bit. Um, that's what. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I went to Carlisle, Illinois, which is about an hour away from our stadium, um, and that's kind of our outer boundary, if you want to say, for the Illinois side. Um, and I had a, a meeting with a sponsor at 8:30 this morning. Um, drove through the pouring rain. It was pretty fun, uh, but. Had a great meeting with them, and they were actually a sponsor that started during COVID. So it was a very weird. We didn't actually get to do their sponsorship last year. So we that was basically what the meeting was about. And I never met them, so I really wanted to meet them in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that was a, a good um, call for us. And um, kind of, I think a, a lot of word a word that a lot of people are using right now is pivot. You gotta kind of pivot off of what you've been doing and what you think you should be doing, um, and seeing what that looks like. So. The uh, Army Corps of Engineers, they wanted a kids-related sponsorship. Um, the sponsorship that they were going to do last year, uh, we're not doing it this year um, because we can't have kids to the stadium. Uh, it was schools and education day is kind of what they were going to do. So we're trying to figure out how to use their sponsorship dollars from last year into this year. Uh, but, yeah, drove out there and then uh, wasn't going to head back to the office and kind of just – we don't get to do this a lot, but whenever I do, I really enjoy getting all the, into the little mom-and-pop shops um, – and businesses and, and smaller towns because that's who we really go after um, are those mom and pop shops and they like the um, in-person kind of meetings a little bit more even through COVID they they still like that personal experience and that personal um, whether it's a fist bump or a handshake whatever they're comfortable with um, and just really kind of 
getting to know who they are and how we can uh, help them out. So, you know, and and I'm I'm going to ask you um, more questions related to what you do, and and mm-hmm. and and uh, I imagine a lot of your your calls today relate to or your your work today. Uh, out and about relates to this to business development essentially, and I want to ask about that. But before we do, I want to place you in context of the job that you're in. And what I mean by that is, um, can you share with us first your path through the sports industry um, and what you've done? It's not that long ago that you graduated from here. It's a three years ish. Um, but sort of how you've progressed to where you are now. So students can see that there are a variety of different paths that, that people can take. And I ask this question from all of the folks who join our class so that students can see there's not one right way of doing things or one or things that you have to do, that there are a number of ways, but there are through these talks, many common elements and common themes that, that we tend to see. So um, if you could just share with us, uh, you know, from, from, your path from, from graduation or even before graduation to where you are now, that'd be very helpful. I think that's key. That last statement there that you said is before graduation. Um, that's important. Uh, internships. I mean, you're, you're it's beating a dead horse for a lot of people, but I mean, I, I can not, uh, I mean, say how important internships are. Um, that's what I did an internship with the Grizzlies and ticketing um, my, in between my sophomore and junior year. Um, of my undergrad at Illinois College and then in between my junior and senior year, I kind of took a step up into an assistant box office manager role and kind of oversaw some interns um, in, in 2015, I believe that was that summer. So um, then, yeah, then I graduated um, and I was going to be the director of ticketing for the Grizzlies in January of 16. So I, I graduated a little early, um, but then football came calling. I played football in undergrad. And so then I got to go to Germany and Spain both to play um, football and uh, awesome experiences, and I and that's what I, my GM now, who was still the GM back then, um, he said, "What am I going to do? Tell a 21-year-old kid he can't go live out his dream and play football in Europe." So um, I'm very grateful for my GM being understanding back then, and um, and allowing me to kind of come full circle back. But um, after uh, Spain, I actually started uh, the MA program in sports management at Lindenwood while I was in Spain. Took a couple online classes, um, and then. Uh, my original goal, honestly, was to be a, an AD um, at, at a university somewhere, uh, whether that's Division Two, Division Three. I really like those. Um, again, personal connections. I think you get a lot more of at Lindenwood, at Illinois College, wherever you are. Um, and so that was my original goal, uh, and that's why I was getting my master's was to because to get into a, a lot of colleges or universities, you have to have that master's. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I was actually in the. Uh, Academic Success Center um, with Casey Fennell and, and Sean Nagel and Rachel Moore back uh, back then, mm-hmm. and um, it was that's not what I wanted to do, but it was something new and, and always learning. You were um, I, I had to handle a lot of students and their expectations of classes and balancing athletics and class and professors and coaches and um, and again it wasn't all that long ago that I had to go through that um, and it was right. awesome to to help them um, kind of through that learning experience and because everyone's different. I mean, you got people who can, can do it I mean, at the drop of a hat. They know how to handle people. They know how to balance homework and friends and um, professors and coaches and all that extra just kind of stuff that comes with uh, college athletics um, that I thought was, was really fun. Um, 
And then after graduating in May of 2018 um, with my master's, that's whenever um, I wanted to stay around the St. Charles area. Um, I had a significant other kind of trying to come down to this area and uh, wanted to stay around. So I actually took a job at the, in the rec center um, at Lindenwood mm-hmm. as the evening manager and did a lot of intramurals and, and stuff like that. Um, and, and it was a fun experience. It really was. And it was a lot different than I was expecting. Um, I kind of had a, a little bit more of a competitive uh, mindset, I think, with a lot of things. Um, and that's, I think, some sales coming into it, some just athletic background coming into it that I wanted a, l- a little bit more of a competitive side um, to what I was doing mm-hmm. um, and just wasn't getting that at, at what at the time. So um, had a conversation with my GM, uh, Steve Gomerick now, um, and said, hey, we don't have a position that you would do long term. But for a year, um, I was the director of promotions in 2019. Um, and so normally a d- director of promotions directs the on-field game for the Gateway Grizzlies. Um, and But they wanted me to focus on the sponsorship of promotions and in, in-game entertainment and in-between inning um, uh, games or sponsors or giveaways, even at the front gate, bobbleheads, hats, um, so on and so forth. So um, that's how I kind of – minor league baseball is, is a weird beat. I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a weird beast. You have to, if you're the director of promotions, you're still selling. Um, and so there's a lot of different hats in minor leagues. And that's how I compare kind of, I always say division one athletics, you're going to do one thing and one thing only typically. Um, and major league sports is very similar. And that mm-hmm. way you're going to, you're going to be a, a direct sales representative for the Cardinals. You're going to be doing one thing and one thing only. Minor league is kind of like division three. You get to do a lot of different things. You get to do a lot of different experiences and wear a lot of different hats. Um, and that, that's what I love really about the Grizzlies is, yeah, there's some days I have no idea what I'm going to be doing. And it's kind of fun to days like today. I mean, I kind of just was planning to um, not go back to the office, but this wasn't exactly what I was planning on doing. But uh, getting sales calls in whenever you can um, can never hurt. So, you know, I, going back to that last position that you talked about as it related to uh, game promotions and then also mm-hmm. um, handling some corporate partnerships, did you get a chance to, it seems like those two positions, you probably actually had the opportunity to um, work with those corporate partners to develop promotions and, uh, and really ideas on how they can, um, you know, uh, integrate their brand or their company into, and you were usually, it takes a coordination of a couple departments, but it sounds like you were both departments, which is great because you got to see it from one, from both sides, both the planning, yeah. but also then the execution of it and making sure it yeah. actually happens as you, as you expect. Um, Absolutely. And that's what, I mean, we had a corporate sales um, director at the time doing some of it as well. So it was a coordination between us and um I mean, just our entire front office. And I think that's the kind of the fun part about it. But um, yeah, the cultivation of, of new sponsors and seeing how they can, um, whenever a little kid is running onto the field, doing whatever the, the in-game promotion is and seeing that smile um, kind of whenever they're coming off the field is that's what it's all about for those sponsors, um, especially our sponsors who are those, again, mom and pop shop for a lot of, uh, a lot of the deals. Um, because we're just such a local brand, we're not going to. We get a, a random call every now and again of uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, and 
Um, I, I, I'm assuming you've had Lindsay at some point on the on the podcast, hopefully, and had that discussion. So I always want to say, no, go talk to Lindsay uh, down at, mm-hmm. down in Memphis, whenever that kind of comes up. So that shows how uh, small uh, how small the sports industry is. Oh no, no, no! You want to talk to Lindsay over in Memphis? Yeah, yeah exactly. no, Lindsay hasn't joined us yet. Lin- Lindsay is okay. going to join us. Uh, cool. Awesome. next week or two she has some really cool things that's a good on. teaser then for you guys there good mm-hmm. teaser good good very good teaser um we're going to the right people <laughs> uh but let's get back to to, to gateway and the grizzlies Absolutely. there so yeah. uh now you are the director of group sales and business development so those are mm-hmm. similar but two different activities although that are highly related to each other um, so let's, let's break those down. So talk to me first about group sales and what that is as it relates to, um, sports, uh, and why that might be important to the gateway Grizzlies and then what's involved in group sales. Um, so how it's involved with the Grizzlies. Um, so this was last year's position title still this year, but focused whenever at the time it was going to be last year when we could have large 400, 500 person group, um, at our ballpark, which um, we've taken a little bit of emphasis off of groups and pushed it onto the season tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get more individuals out for, for games and not again, those hundreds of people, um, uh, per you game, got, but you got to distance them and you can't distance. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. So that's where, um, you just kind of got to take it in stride and there's still going to be some people who, um, fr- from again, these more rural areas that will want to have those hundred person groups fill in. Um, I mean, we can socially distance them up in suites and open up, open up a few more areas um, that we normally don't put groups into. It's just thinking outside the box um, with mm-hmm. that sense. But uh, I think it's really important because if we get into a company, um, I'm actually sitting at a car dealership that uh, I've, I've been working with. So um, and they, they're nice enough to let me sit out here. But um, if, if all these, let's just say 100 employees are coming out to a game, um, well, if they have a fun time, hopefully they're going to come to two more games this season and just bring their individual families. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we look at it from a, a tiered approach where, yeah, you're getting one company, but how many in, employees are in that company that can bring out their individual families, uh, which I think is an awesome, awesome thing. And that just helps your brand that much more. Um, and I think speaking of the brand then goes into the business development side of it um, and how we focusing on new businesses absolutely and people who have never heard of you or i've asked a lot of questions today have you ever been uh, to a grizzlies game do you know who we are um and i think that is a simple question yes or no one way or another that that leads the conversation um into into the right direction we're known for our uh baseball's best burger which is a Krispy cream donut uh, as the bun and then a bacon cheeseburger in the middle of it it's a very weird fun confusing uh taste <laughs> in your mouth and but it's it's a very uh it's awesome and, and that's kind of what we hung our hat on and that's a, i've had three of those conversations today um but that's exactly what we're trying to do we're trying to build those memories of yeah i had a i remember going with my grandpa it had a baseball's best burger 10 years ago or whatever and so that's kind of where we're um we're so family-based and, and that's we know we're that's who we're selling to our families um just for that kind of the Cardinals have a different experience. They have the name recognition of Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright, Arenado, all those types of guys. You're not going to know one guy on our roster, um, but you're going to experience something different um, 
at GCS Credit Union Ballpark instead of Bush Stadium. So let me stop um, you right there. So um, you just said something fascinating. One, you're not going to know anybody on our roster. Yep. Which is fascinating, which means also to an extent, winning and losing almost doesn't matter or shouldn't matter in minor league sports or in minor league baseball. Yes. It's nice to win. I get it. But mm-hmm. um, in double a ball uh, now, granted the gateway Grizzlies are um, independent league team. Right? Independent. So Correct, you yep. aren't going to have these players necessarily called up or moved to triple a or single a, but do they get signed during the season? Can they be, Signed away Absolutely. from you? Okay. Oh, yeah. Our, our, yeah. our best pitcher last year went to the Diamondbacks, um, and then another pitcher went to the Cardinals. Um, right. And they're, they're, they're rookie league team. So, yeah, I mean, we absolutely get those guys that um, will stand out and, and will get more mm-hmm. recognition. Um, and we have a guy from SIUE, uh, Dustin uh, Woodcock, that was going to be our kind of poster child just because he has some family in the area. He went to Edwardsville. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were going to be using him a little bit more for that reason, because we typically, we never get that guy yeah. um, that's from the area or anything like that. So whenever we do, we definitely have to really kind of hammer that home, but no, the perfect example of winning and losing don't, don't matter to a certain extent. I'll say that it, it does matter. Um, whenever you're losing 12 to two, it's not a fun thing and people aren't right. going to stay. Um, but the, uh, river city rascals next, right next door to you guys. Um, won the 2019 Frontier League Championship. They're, I mean, they were the best team. They folded right after winning the championship, and everyone knew they were going to. So that's the, the crazy part is they've had such a good team for so many years, but um, they, they, they just couldn't keep the doors open. And that's um, mm-hmm. it's just crazy to, to think that it doesn't matter in, in minor league sports if you're winning or losing. You could, yeah, so you could win. Um, the championship and fold, or you can be like us and lose for the past six years and, and still be going pretty strong. So that's where we're very fortunate though, to have a good owner backing minor league sports is very important for that. But so uh, then what's, point, yeah. so what's the value proposition then in minor league sports or with the gateway Grizzlies, if it's not about winning and losing and you've been successful and, and don't win often, mm-hmm. um, yeah, winning helps. It's nice, but what's the value proposition then for, for, um, going to a Gateway Grizzlies game. So what are what are what are we going to get? What am I going to get if you know I'm talking to you and I, and I go to a game? What am I going to experience there? So I guess what are you selling, right? Again, that experience, um, just a different one than than other major league sports. Um, pricing um, is extremely important. I mean, if you're going to go to a Cardinals game with your family of four, you're going to spend hundred two hundred dollars on tickets, then you're going to spend hundred two hundred dollars on food and beverage potentially uh, depending on what you're getting um so i mean it, it comes out to a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. for a family of four to go to bush stadium for a family of four with us you're going to spend fifty dollars sixty dollars for a family of four and then you're going to spend 50 or 60 dollars on food and beverage so you're now you're looking at a hundred dollars for everything 150 dollars on everything for for a game or a night out with us versus a, doubling or even tripling the price for a Cardinals game. So um, there, there's definitely that aspect of it. I mean, I, that's, I've, we're in Clinton County, so there's a little bit more um, beer drank out here uh, of what they like to do. And that's every time it's like, yeah, the beer is just as cold at GCS Credit Union Ballpark than it is at Bush Stadium and you're paying half the price. So that all, um, it, it really 
there's just a big pot and, and the pot is the experience and what are you what ingredients are you putting in it You're, you have to put the the fun family nature the the closeness of everything um and, and the proximity of your seats to the to the playground um little jimmy can go run around on the playground and his mom knows he can't go anywhere mm-hmm. um and, and that's again for parents that is just a huge uh thing that we that we can sell again with with that full experience and let me uh tell our students who who will be watching this shortly how right you are so as a uh middle-aged male of 45 years old with two kids who are now 10 and 7 let me tell you what the last five years have been like we've been to one cardinals game a year because we have to do that one game a year But let me tell you how miserable that is as a parent to take your kids to a Cardinals game with 35, 40,000 other people um, in the heat uh, in the summer where your kids are not going to focus on more than an inning or two. And then they want to walk around and play in the uh, kids park in the back and get food. And after a $200 bill ish, we've stayed for four innings and then can't wait to get the hell out of there. And so when you think of, again, like you just talked about that, what the sport experience is for families. Now that's not for everybody, of course, but going over, I haven't been over maybe this summer, I'll come to a gateway Grizzlies game with my family, but we've been to the river city rascals. They're a lot closer. We live here in St. Peter's and that's just it. Kids can run around. It's low ask in terms of cost when I'm comparing it to a Cardinals game. And you know what? Yes. The size of the stadium matters. It's exciting to go to a Cardinals game and being in a stadium of 35,000, 40,000 people, there's an electricity there. Right. And I think the kids might pick up on that, but they have just a good as good time and are more likely to perhaps be able to get closer to the players, closer to the field, closer to what's going on and see them up close and go home and have a memorable experience at a game like uh, a minor league game. You know, I've taken them to Lindenwood hockey games where they've met the hockey players after. And it's like, whoa, like they've, they were right up on the glass and met these and it doesn't matter when kids are young. And, and well, that was free because we have a faculty yeah. card, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, you've explained that value proposition really well. Um, so how does it look in COVID? Uh, so last year, this time, we're actually, we're the 11th. So we're almost ex- to the day when sports yep. shut down. I think it's the 11th where the NBA actually shut down. And then two days later yep. on the Friday, everything shut down. So we're a year past this now. What did your season, did you have a season last season in any way, shape, yep. or form? Nothing. But this um, year we are. Ex- extra events, um, right. which is huge, for, is huge for us as well. And that's kind of the the venue aspect for us is, is very big. Um, I mean, we were, whenever we opened back up in June 28th, I think it was or somewhere in June, late June, we were there from 8 a.m. until 10 p.m. every single day hmm. um, with prospect league, select team, high school, junior high, whatever that was. And that's how we stayed afloat last year. I mean, I think that's a, another difference of, again, you're not just selling, it depends who you're selling to. Um, and I think that's the fun part about it as well is, Bush Stadium is you're going to sell to a very select type of person or a type of team, whatever that might look like. Um, for us, I mean, we can book hundreds of thousands of dollars of events outside of our time. Um, and another good example, the, the Cardinals AAA team or their kind of taxi team that can, is going to be moving up and down from the Cardinals to the AAA, whatever. They're coming to, to our ballpark as well. That was just announced this weekend. 
That's pretty cool. big news for us. Um, it's just a publicity thing for us. But again, it's getting people calling our stadium. It's getting people, oh, well, where's that? Well, oh, well, maybe we can go look at that sometime. So that's, that's not a huge money maker. Yeah, it's bringing in a little money, but it's more of a, all right, well, we're right next to the Cardinals. You know, we're, we're a great team together. So um, it's it just all about staying in the front, forefront of everyone's thoughts, um, no matter what it is, Grizzlies game, extra event, uh, what have you. Very cool. Um, tell me a little bit. So obviously we have students here who are in their um, junior and senior years. Um, mostly. Uh, so some are graduating in eight weeks. <laughs> uh, yep. Good luck. And others, have everyone. A, yeah. yeah. Get, it done. And Get it all done. And others have a little bit more time, six months or maybe even a year. Um, so what are some, while you're in school, some higher impact activities? We already talked about internships and that's valuable doing even yep. more than one. And you actually made a nice case for, you know, if you're going to want to work for an organization, a big organization like the Cardinals or the blues, go for it. It's, it's, it's sexy on your resume, the logos, and you'll meet a lot of people, but maybe you want to consider a second internship, one that gives you a lot more experience where you can do a lot of different things and, and add some value like minor league sports might not be the Cardinals name, but, I would argue that the experiences that you've had um, in your internships um, and in your jobs give you far more experience than being very, you know, narrowly cast, if you would, and one of many interns doing very small things with a larger organization. So aside from internships, though, um, and of course, taking the sales class, uh, what are some uh, high impact activities or what advice anyways, generally would you have for students who are wanting to see what sales is about, how it works in sports, but also, you know, pursue this career path if, if they have interest in it. Do research on your favorite team, whatever it is, see who their salespeople are, try to find out their email if you can't, LinkedIn, message them on LinkedIn. And just, I mean, just brainstorm with them, get, get, get in their ear, see, see what their path like. Again, actually, you said this, my path is different from the next guy's path, from Lindsay's path, from whoever's path. Um, and, but getting into their head and seeing how they did things, um, I think can open up a lot of eyes and a lot of doors for you. Um, because I'll, I'll just say, if you've reached out to me um, about an internship back in January, December, whenever, you're almost a thousand percent more likely to get that internship um, with the Grizzlies because you've reached out to me and ha have been curious before we actually posted it. Um, and so I think that, that just kind of, it shows initiative. Uh, it shows dedication. It shows like you want to get better. You want to, to work hard. Um, and so I think I, I, I know three off the top of my head right now that we've, they might not have been as, um, qualified for an, and I don't even know how you are qualified for an internship because that's what you're supposed to do is learn. Um, but let's just say somebody has a little bit better of skills that they've demonstrated on, on a resume or something, but you've reached out to me and, and we've had a conversation on the phone. We've emailed a few times. Um, there's going to be a good shot. We're going to find an internship for you somewhere doing something that you're going to like, mm -hmm. um, or vice versa. You're going to hate the internship, mm -hmm. but guess what? You're going to understand what you're good at, what you don't like about a job. Cause again, I'd rather have, have somebody who's 20, 21 learn what they hate and know that they don't want to do it for the rest of their life. than than in the workforce, try and go find that out. Um, 
So, uh, and that's, that's what's awesome again about minor league sports. We do so many different things. Uh, I mean, we're redoing our press box. I'm learning about all of the different wiring and cabling and, um, TriCaster, which is our video board. I mean, I'm just learning so many different things that I would have never learned going somewhere else. Um, but reaching out and having those conversations um, with the professionals already there um, is is awesome. Talking to Dr. Sweeney about who he knows. I mean, just having that. I was talking to an HR um, salesman before. We were looking at getting a new HR software um, for, for the Grizzlies. And he said, yeah, I'll shoot you over a list of few people who are using our software in the area that I'm at right now. And I just got a list of 10 people who I had no idea um, who it is. And, but guess what? I, hey, Brian, uh, Brian at Paycor was said said we might be a good fit for each other, um, and, and that's I had no idea that that conversation was going to happen, and I'd have ten new people to talk to. Um, whenever I woke up this morning drinking coffee, I had no idea who these people are, but uh, they're gonna we're gonna connect today. So that's kind of the uh, you've heard it a million times. Business, it's a people, it's a people thing, it's a relationship um, ordeal. So as many conversations you can have with as many people, um, a genuine conversation. Don't, don't be a, just a, hi, I want to get into the business and let me use you for this. Okay. That's, that's one way to piss somebody off pretty quick and, mm-hmm. and ne- have them never talk to you again, but have a genuine um, kind of care for what they do, who they are as a person. How's business going? You know, I mean, staying busy, the rain driving people away. I mean, what, what does it look like for you? And just kind of having those conversations. Um, I think is, is huge um, for any college student. Awesome. Yeah, I, I agree that that is, if you can do one thing more, you know, school's important, your grades are important, doing the work is important, but how do I, you know, build my network and talk to people and find out about this industry? Well, we only have so many opportunities to actually gain experience. We can volunteer and volunteer and volunteer and do internships. But beyond that, Yes, talking to people. I'm glad you mentioned that as a high impact activity, um, or at least confirmed what we're what we're trying to communicate to students is um, do things like we're doing right now. Hey, tell me about what's going on. I'm really interested, and I, I want to know more about it. And go from there. And um, yeah, so thank you for that, um, Brady. We're we're at about a half hour. Um, which is wonderful. And uh, I think there's been a ton of information in here that students will uh, be able to consume, devour and, and learn from. And so I really thank you for coming back to our class um, in this way to talk to us. And uh, thank you. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Um, again, if anyone, shoot me an email, bhuber at gatewaygrizzlies.com. I'll be happy to talk to anybody about anything. Um, and, and yeah, more than happy to talk to anybody. And I'm really happy I got to come on today. So students, that's an invitation. I'm going to ask Brady later to tell me how many people from this class actually took up that invitation and reached out to connect with, with you. I'm going to ask you that um, and see, um, you know, this easy invitation that they have to somebody in the sports industry that they can talk to that's telling them to call them. So do it. I want to know. All right. Have a wonderful day. Good luck out there in the rain and and all that. And I hope your calls and your sales calls are are fruitful and we will connect soon because I'm going to bring my family out and the boys out to a, uh, to a game sometime at some point this summer. That sounds awesome. We're uh, we'll be happy to have you. 
Awesome. I look forward to seeing you in person. Perfect. See, see you again soon, Brady. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the At The Wire podcast. A new episode is released each Monday and heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more hosting platforms. Until next time, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Sweeney. Time runs out, I've gotta let it out.